I mean, it's a huge reason why I could be acting a fool right now. I mean, a very valid reason for me to be acting as petty as I want to. I mean, let's get right into it. Open Roman BTG. Yo, um, I got a lot of criticism. Had a lot of jokes flying my way. Every, you know, this year alone with the Lakers. You feel me? Like, you know, early on, we didn't start off so well. You know, um, it just didn't look right. There was a lot of criticism. You know what I mean? Early on in the season, a lot of people was high on the Clippers. A lot of people was high on, Mil- you know, excuse me, Milwaukee. And, um, yeah, and, 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 and we caught all those jokes, the sarcasm, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like, I, we pay attention to it. Now, this year alone, I kind of ignored most of it. Right. Because it's like it at at some point it got to the point where it just looked like just drawing for attention. You know what I mean? Just trying to grab BTG's attention because he's a Laker fan, you know, and it's like a lot of Clipper fans don't get that type of criticism. But then again, a lot of cats, you know, on Twitter, shout out to the thread. A lot of these cats ain't never really met an authentic Clippers fan. You know what I mean? Me, myself. I mean, I came across a few, a few, but I was pretty much, you know, went to I, when I went to a Clippers game. But in the streets, nah, you're not going to. I'll put it to you like this. Yeah, you'll find some Clipper fans, but you're not going to find no real Clipper fans. Not in the streets. You know what I mean? And that's no disrespect. But, you know, let's just get back to it. This season was very unique, very different, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Because of the bubble. Shout out to the NBA for getting it right. Um, again, so you know we caught the jokes and things like that, the the smart comments, the slick comments, and stuff and stuff like that. Now we fast forward, and now the new word that has been pinned on us, and it, you know this is not the first time this word has been attached to our brand, to our legacy, and that word is rigged, right? The NBA is rigged. Everything was set in place for my Lakers to win. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. In in my head, you guys can hear it, but I am successfully saying that's some of the dumbest shit ever. At the same time, this is what I'm going to tell you to calm your nerves. If the NBA is rigged, trust me, he, and by he, we're talking about Bron, and our uh, brand, our franchise, wouldn't be the first and most likely wouldn't be the last. So if you can imagine who I'm talking about that came prior to Bron, not just in the Lakers jersey, but in general, in the league in general, if y'all really think that the league is rigged, whether it's from time to time or all the time, they pick and choose their winner ahead of time, then, you know, I don't I honestly don't know what to say about that. Not even a debate, bro. I'm not even about to go back and forth with cats that's on that train. You know what I mean? Because most likely it's just when it comes to the Lakers. I'm going to tell you what. Was it rigged when it came to Golden State? Was it rigged when it came to Miami? Well, hey, look, I'm not going to lie to you. Brian has a lot of t- a lot of shit attached to his name, so I'm going to leave Brian out of this. But, you know, Dallas, San Antonio, any of those joints is rigged? I need to know. You know what I mean? I just want to know, and I want to know why. So shout out to um, 
Ballers Union. I'm actually, you know, uh, part, I have a part ownership in that. I'm glad, I'm grateful to say that. So shout out to Gio. But, um, I asked him, he said it's rigged and he said it's not rigged for the Lakers, but it's rigged for Braun. So they can get, so they can distract us from the social justice messages that we've, that we've been, uh, promoting. Also the movement, right? He also said that, you know, uh, we need some more attention coming back to the NBA and for basketball reasons. So, you know, I bought it. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, do I believe in it? Absolutely not. But I'm going to buy it. Let's just go with it. You know what I mean? Um, the only the only issue I have with that is that if it's rigged and things like that, then all the comments that we got early on in the season, you know, the Clippers being the, Clippers being the better team in L.A., the new team in L.A., um, we don't have a great bench, you know what I mean? Besides the clip, I mean, basically everybody had a bench better than us, but they always kept our names attached with the Clippers and Milwaukee because those were the three top teams in the league, uh, during a regular season and had, you know, basically heading into the playoffs. Um, I will say this. We got a lot though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there was outside of California. I'm, I wouldn't just say outside of California. Outside of Laker fans, I don't think anybody had us actually either going and damn sure not winning it. You know what I mean? Because they didn't like our bench. We had some questionable names. Shit, a lot of Laker fans didn't like the roster as well. Me, myself, it didn't bother me. Yes, we needed some improvement. And clearly, I can say that now because of what we've seen in the postseason, right? I mean, shout out to DG3, you know, Danny Green. He got a lot of it, you know. Shout out to Cools, KCP, Dwight Howard, Rondo, Caruso, you know what I mean? And these cats were the main cats, JaVale McGee, main cats carrying us. Um, I will say this. Yes, we could have had a better roster. Just think about it, though. And I'm, and you know what? I mean, I'm not even talking to the to the quote unquote haters out there. I'm talking. I'm gonna go talk, talk to the haters that's inside my own organization, my own fan base. I understand we are that team that go and get the players, right? But if you think about it, man, <laughs> well, I sound like I was from the '70s when I said that shit. If you really think about it, you know we, in retrospect. Yeah, we had a dope-ass bench. But at the time, it wasn't like we had the cream of the crop. We didn't have the cream of the crop till they actually played in the playoffs. So some of these cats, you got to give them a fair chance. Cools, first time being in the playoffs. Caruso, first time being in the playoffs. Now, we did have some uh championship uh knowledge, experience. We even had Dwight Howard, who has actually been to the finals. You know what I mean? As the leader of the team at the time. So we had the experience. At the same time, we had some young cats. You know what I mean? KCP, I said on, and shout out to Just. I'll be addressing Just as well. It's not much to adjust. <laughs> oh, adjust. You get that? Bars going around right now. It's not much to talk about when it comes to just and what I'm what I'm about to bring up, but I will be addressing just. Um 
But the thing was, like with KCP, I, I was on just show, uh, shout out to Above the Rim, and I was like, KCP, you know what I'm saying? Is KCP, Rondo, all these guys are the best third option or the third player on the team. It could be any one of them. And KCP got a lot of, he got a lot of, uh, criticism. And that's from both sides, both from people that don't like the Lakers and Laker fans, because we knew the potential. We knew how he can get down, especially when the nigga had on the bracelet on his ankle. You know what I'm saying? And he's there just to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Just to shoot. I mean, not just to shoot. He can actually, not too many players on the team that can, but he can definitely get to the cup and finish, right? We got Kuz, and I remember the rumblings. Everybody remember the rumblings, uh, comparing him and, and B.I. And I, of course, I was on Kuz, I was on the Kuz side, still on the Kuz side. And it, and it proved it. Now, Kuz played mediocre. You know what I'm saying? He was supposed to be considered the third best player on the team in general. And he failed that. You know what I mean? Um, it was a lot of hype juice. With that AAU, that AAU squad that we had because he came out and he showed that, you know, there's no leader right now, so I'm going to be the leader. You know what I'm saying? And he did that offensively. Defensively, I not so much. But the reason why I wanted to keep him was for Braun. See, none of this was, none of, none of this was ever personal. None of this was ever personal. And sometimes it don't even come down to basketball IQ for some of you niggas. Some of it is just pure common sense. Now, if I wanted to build a different type of team, I would definitely would have chose B.I. But the reason why, and it, it sounds like a broken record, bro, is because at the time, I've seen, we seen him. I don't know if everybody was watching at the time, but I peeked him out in the combine the same time Magic did. This nigga can shoot. This nigga killing. Then we go to Summer League. This nigga, you know, Summer League MVP. Knocking down shit. You know what I mean? And he outshined Lonzo. So it's like... That's what I, that's what I was looking at. Like, this nigga's gonna come in and he's gonna be one of those active shooters for Braun. We all need it. You know? Caruso only been in, been in the league for two years, South Bay Lakers. You know what I'm saying? And he showed what he could do during the, you know, the tail end of the, of the season. And he had a couple of highlights. But they also showed his hustle. And it gave him a chance. And a lot of people laughed when I, you know, we call him Caruso when he gets the mural and shit like that. And it's like, yo, what's the overhype? It's not hype. That's just how the Lakers do shit. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk my shit. If you ain't got a team or even if you do have a team, shit is not done like the Lakers. Everything is different. I mean, them Clipper niggas never had anything going for them. But now that they do got something going for them, they don't do things the way we do. We don't do things the way they do. And that's just point point blank. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a Bulls fan, San Antonio fan, a fucking Knicks fan, a Miami Heat fan, whatever the case may be, everybody do separate things when it comes to their franchise. You know what I'm saying? Their fan base represent them a certain way. Do L.A. go over the top with it? We absolutely do. It's a showtime out here, baby. That's what we do. But at the same time, it's just appreciation. And I know a lot of fans... When it comes to their favorite players and shit like that, they don't get appreciated like that. Something that I would never understand. Because we do appreciate the players that's not necessarily superstars or stars. Anyway, you know, all the old cats, you know what I'm saying? We see all the old Laker players. A.C. Green, uh, Michael, we, Michael Cooper stay in the city. 
He stayed floating around. And he, he, he stayed going to these tournaments. I bump into him all the time. All the Showtime cats, except for Magic, you know, you got to be in higher places to get to Magic. Met Magic a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Never met Kareem, though. That's got to meet him. But besides that, all of these cats, man, Michael Thompson, uh, Byron Scott, you can catch these cats. Now, Byron Scott is a little bit, a little bit larger than life, but he's still touchable though. You know, that's a hometown kid. So he stay in the city as well. And it's like, we bump into these cats. We love all of them. You know what I'm saying? We bring up Nick Van Exel. We bring up Eddie Jones name all the time. Well-respected cats in the city, man. That's what we do. Derek Fisher. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of cats. And we just we, we just love him like that. That's just what it is. But he also showed that he could play. A lot of people wasn't watching him early on. You know what I mean? That's because a lot of people try not to pay attention to the Lakers unless it's one of those showtime games and one of those matchups, killer matchups, you know what I'm saying, key matchups or whatever the case may be. Um, but, yeah, you just got to peep them. You know what I'm saying? That's what they got to, that's what they got to G League for. So you can have some of these farm cats. And he came along and I was like, yo, if he could just consistently knock down a shot or two, you know what I'm saying, while he's wide open, he get a couple of highlight dunks and he going to play defense. He going to be he going to be all right. He going to be all right. Cool's I expected him to shoot better. You know what I'm saying? I expected him when he get warm up to take over. You know what I mean? Rondo Rondo has always had respect. Now him playing for Boston, not so much. But him in general, as a player in general, nigga, Rondo has always gotten love. And because of how everybody loved him while he was at Kentucky, I love him too. You know what I'm saying? He might be an older guard, which some niggas had a problem with, outside and inside the, uh, the organization. It's like, but he's a veteran guard. We've seen a lot of veteran guards win championships. Sometimes not even being... You know, one of the key pieces, but being, you know, somewhat of a manageable, serviceable piece, you know, but it's a lot of top notch, I would say. And he's a Hall of Famer to me. This man won with the Boston and he won with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? There's there's no hate there. There's no hate there. He was he was you can argue. You can say he was arguably the fourth best player on that on that Celtics team. When they had a big three. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. He's not going to be able to play a full season. We've seen that. But his playoff resume speaks for itself. And we, and we, it showed last game that we needed that. Because he the one that kept, the game was over at halftime. The game was over at halftime. All we was doing was, it seemed like that. I think at one point, I think at one point Miami started to play a little bit hard between the third and the fourth quarter. But I, I even think when they started the second half up, it was like, let's just milk this clock. It's over. Them niggas spanked the dog shit out of us. Like, I get it, man. We a cocky, we a cocky ass fan base. I had Lakers in five shirt. I'm still going to rock it. Fuck it. We won a championship, but I can do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? Now, it ain't, it ain't accurate, but, you know, it's close to it. I mean, it's pretty much accurate for the three teams we beat before, you know, so I can go with that narrative always. Um, but the thing is, that's just, yo, <sighs> look, man, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, it was a lot of shit that I, I thought earned, earned respect in general. Vogel, 
You know what I'm saying? Everything that took place with the Lakers was criticized. Again, non-fan base and fan base. It's like we just had a problem. You look on the timeline, it's a problem. Because shit is not perfect for them. And the thing is, that perfection is not coming back consistently. That shit is going to happen in spurts. You want to know why? Because of a lot of the perfection is gone. It's in the past. We don't even have that amount of players, that amount of talent to 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 speak about perfection. We just don't. One reason is because Bron has been in all the goddamn finals. <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like this nigga's in the finals every year. So it's not a lot of perfection going around. And we for sure wasn't perfect. You know what I mean? But like I said, I thought the team was well put together. And then, and this shit started from a while ago. If y'all remember, Jeannie Buss had to take the team away from her little brother. Called that nigga the little brother. She had to take it away from him because he was fucking up the franchise. And then boom. Hiring her, I mean, well, not hiring her, but her being able to take over, hiring Magic, Magic through the smoke screen in front of you, created some drama, you know what I'm saying? Kobe slid his guy in there, all Lakers, by the way. The best Laker two guard, the best Laker point guard. One, one brought in Bron, and the other brought in an agent that brought in AD, and the rest of the mud game. And so sometimes you just gotta sit back and you just gotta, just, you just gotta look at the whole layout. I mean, cause all, uh, most of you niggas got caught up in the whole Clipper and, and Milwaukee way. What's up with that? How you feel about that? How you doing? You know what I mean? Not, I'm, I wasn't trying to be that disrespectful, but fuck it, I was disrespectful when I said anybody can go in the East. Anybody can make it in the East, but whoever makes it won't be the Western team. A lot of you niggas had Milwaukee. Boston was always up there. For some apparent reason, you niggas still talking about Philly. Them trash-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Will they be able to get back talking about Toronto? The Pacers was solid. You know what I mean? And then you had Miami, which wasn't necessarily a surprise. But no hot takes with Miami. This was the East. Now... One thing that did surprise me, it wasn't that Miami ripped through the East in the playoffs. It was the fact that these other teams disappointed me or and or surprised me. Now, we did say collectively that Jimmy Butler is a cancer in the locker room because of the amount of shit that he's been through, not off the court technically, but still in the locker room. We called him that. Everybody did. Now, nobody denied his talent. We couldn't have. And Laker fans, myself, say, yeah, I'll take Jimmy Butler, but Brian got to be able to control that nigga. So there was question marks, no doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. But that was all, you know, prior to AD coming. You know, we didn't know if we was going to be able to pull that off or not. Definitely wanted Jimmy Butler, though. 
Now I wouldn't say I wouldn't say we was thirsty for him because we he still had that still had that stigma attached to him. That stench that was created. And maybe we just didn't know at the time that he was really a fucking dog like that. Cause Jimmy Butler showed us a different type of dog than he showed us, you know, when he was playing with the Bulls. When he was playing with Minnesota. When he was playing with Philly. Well, when he was playing with Philly, I think he was at that point where he's at now. But I think he just knew that these niggas is not about that. Philly ended up fighting against each other. But, you know, back to the whole Miami thing, it wasn't... All right, I'm... I guess for the masses, it was probably a surprise. To me, it wasn't much of a surprise. It was just, you know what? I can't say I was surprised about Jimmy not getting into the headlines for negative reasons. I will say that. So shout out to media for stealing a W against us on that one. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to him because that man is a fucking dog. He is. Tyler Hero. That's not much to, it's not much to be surprised about there. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know, I know for a fact most of you niggas didn't know about him until he got drafted. And that's mainly because that nigga had a flyer suit on. It was different. But you don't know what he did over there in Kentucky, do you? You don't. Cause a lot of you niggas didn't even know he went to Kentucky. It was nothing new. Now, what did surprise me and that he was able to rise his gameplay during the playoffs in clutch moments. As a rookie, though, he took full responsibility for being one of the top players on the team. You know, now, Duncan Robinson, I'm kind of surprised he heated up towards the end of the series like that. Like, he became, he took over Tyler's role. You know what I'm saying? And he got off. That little nigga can shoot. <laughs> I'm talking about he can shoot. Because if it wasn't for him, the series would have been over on Friday. But he dropped 26 on us in game, what was that, game five? 26. But that was also the game where, and I'm, I'm going to get to it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to the whole MVP thing. But, nah, man, it wasn't much, as, wasn't much of a surprise. I mean, yeah, TJ Warren hit us with something. Then Phoenix niggas went undefeated. Shout out to the bubble. It was probably the hardest championship, like Magic said, and I got to agree with them. Whether you think I'm being biased or not, don't really care, but it, it, it's true. That was probably the hardest championship in sports history. Why? Because you was isolated on me. You had to build your own momentum. You know what I mean? That that fan, uh, virtual fan shit, that's not much of an effect. It feels good. You know what I'm saying? But it's like tofu. It's not really what it is. You know, but you mix it whatever with you, whatever you eating, it's going to be all right. But no, that's not, that shit wasn't real. You know what I'm saying? You don't get hype. I think DG3 is, a, a, it, it's, he felt that. You know what I mean? And to be honest, bro, this going back to the whole rigged part, though. But it's, but it's like, you got to ask yourself, like, <laughs> it's, it, was, it was rigged, right? It was rigged. Yet and still, we watching this riggedness. We're watching this shit. We're watching it unfold. But you niggas had Portland over us. This was also a team that was not supposed to make it to the playoffs. Yet and still got the opportunity and took advantage of the bubble. And they used everything. I'm talking about they used everything that they had. Them niggas is nice. They are. 
Gave us a run for our money in that first in that first game, didn't they? Yeah. Shout out to Dame. Shout out to CJ. You know what I mean? After that, five games, it's over. It's over after that. It's over. You know what I mean? And it's like, but y'all had y'all had these teams lined up and ready to knock us out. Although it was rigged. I'm just trying to I'm trying to understand something here. They was lined up. Especially when it came to Denver. You know what I mean? When it came to Denver, they took off the quote-unquote best team in the West. So they for sure going to kill us. Right? They got an inside presence and they got a point guard that can penetrate and shoot. Jamal Murray can get jiggy with it. Yet and still, we get them out of there. An apology would be you know, somewhere. I need that. You know? It was just the bitching. It was just the pettiness. I need all of that now. I need all of that. Because the one thing that I've just been preaching, just shut up and just let it play out. Just let it play out. Too many prime examples of just letting that shit play out. Then you'll get the answer. The Clippers. Let that shit play out. And what did you find out from that? No leadership. Let that shit, let it play out. Milwaukee, you build a defense that's good enough to stop their main, they main player, it's over. Let that shit play out. I don't get it. Y'all firing coaches for no reason. I ain't going to say for no reason. Obviously, it's a reason why them niggas got fired. But why they get rid of Doc? When clearly everybody knew the narrative on Twitter and in the rest of the world, they don't have the proper leadership. So what are you going to do now? You're going to pin all the leadership on your coach, whatever Hall of Fame y'all coach y'all think y'all bringing in. That's going to be the change right there. All of a sudden, that coach that's coming in is going to motivate, um, uh, what you call it? Well, not clearly not Kawhi. I'm not even sure if Kawhi going to listen. But PG-13. He's going to transform into this stand-up A1 captain. And that's going to change the culture? Like, no, nah, man, stick with something. Stick with stick with what you got, but you just got to work on your players. You got to work on putting those pieces. To... I don't, I'm not sure what to say, man. I'm not sure what to say. Did I want PG-13 on the Lakers? Absolutely, I did. Because besides the off-the-court shit, and, you know, he does have a, outside of the Pacers career, he does have a uh, shaky playoff career. You know what I mean? He does have a shaky playoff career. But the nigga could hoop. He could hoop. He just needs the proper leadership. So I said, yeah, I'll take him if he, you know, as long as, if we got Brian, I'll take him. I know the right leadership is going to happen. I criticized Brian his whole career, but I know one one thing's a fact. That nigga's a leader. He get niggas up and running. He get niggas playing. But it, it, it didn't quite happen like that. Didn't quite happen like that. You know, he went that way. They built a team over there. Just didn't work out. Just didn't work out. Where do we go from here? We're the champs, Right? Brian Window is closing a little bit more. We've seen, yo, shout out to AD. He actually, um, 
He actually battled. He actually battled. I thought, you know, I thought game five. If I thought if if we would have if if we would have won game five, he would have had to take the MVP. You know what I'm saying? Even though no, I take that back. I take that back. Braun won the MVP game five. Let's just start there with that. The performance he put on and while he was going up against Jimmy Butler, that was some phenomenal shit right there. That's what we've been asking for, though, since day one, before the nigga even became a Laker. Like, if we're going to acknowledge him as one of the greats, we need to see some great shit and during some great moments. And that right there, him attacking the basket and, and literally doing shit himself, because clearly I know the team didn't help that game. We shot really bad. And we played horrible defense. But Brian damn near won that game himself. You know what I mean? And uh, another thing I want to address, people, please don't give these other people uh, a reason to attack my Lakers for some off-the-court shit. Again, to those quote-unquote fans or whoever wrote those death threats to DG3's uh, fiancé, that's trash. We know that. But I think it's kind of fishy that this type of shit is happening with our organization. Why I say that is because we've never had a record of having anything like that. You know what I mean? Now, the mural of Brian... That's probably us. At the same time, I can also see Clipper fans doing that. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. The relationship between L.A. and Bron has always been different. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't budge on our superstars. So Kobe was everything. And at the time, we still feel like, you know, he was better than Bron. Still that. You know what I mean? Doesn't doesn't change. You know what I mean? So that's what we do. That's what it was. We felt like Kobe was better than Bron, so it was kind of like, a, you know, we don't fuck with him. You know what I mean? At the same time, business decision. I knew the organization. I know my organization well. We got to have some names. So for them to go after Bron and Bron actually gives in and say, you know what? I'm going to L.A. trying to get this shit together. I'm For a while, I was surprised. I couldn't believe it. At the same, I could believe it because we're used to doing that. It's just, he's, we're talking about Kobe Bryant and then you're talking about LeBron James, who a lot of people feel like he's going to end up being the best of all time. So it was kind of weird having him actually replace Kobe as, you know, the next star, but late, it was also late in his career. So that's why everything is just weird and different. It's just weird and different. And then a lot of cats, we true Laker fans. We didn't fuck with him. And we wasn't about to be a fake about it. Now, the mural thing, I feel like that's, uh, I feel like it's a 50 50 thing. That could be us or that could be them goddamn Clipper fans always doing some stupid shit. And the reason why I say that, bro, like, bro, having Braun comes with a lot of criticism. Shit that ain't got even nothing really to do with the Lakers. It just so happened that he played for the Lakers that that shit is going to be there. Point is, is like, yo, he, anywhere he go, you know, he came out here and they vandalized his Brentwood crib. And that's not, bro, that's not, you know, a Laker fan not going to do that. 
Now, you either talking about another Clifford fan or are you talking about somebody racist? Pick one. And again, we've never, we don't have a history of sending death threats to anybody. Now, could that be possible? Yeah, of course it could. And, and especially knowing that that was a, you know, our chances of, we was that close to getting to a championship. We're back in the championship. Ain't been there in a minute. Yeah, I can see that happening. I can see some, I can see some, uh, over, overzealous fans of, of my fan base act a motherfucking fool. I can see that. You know what I mean? At the same time, it's, that shit still still uh, seems a little bit funny. But even if it if, if it's not a funny situation, and it was some authentic Laker fans that did it, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's not what we do. That's not what we do. But at the same time, like it's it's already done. If that's what niggas is going to use on their shows, I'm, I know this ahead of time. That's the first thing we're going to hear is what well, a classless organization. Uh, well, nobody want to hear that shit. It's probably a couple of fans, that's it. You know what I mean? Everybody got ignorant fans in a fan base. Hell, some people fan base, some, some franchise uh, fan base, the whole goddamn franchise of fans is, is ignorant. So, yeah, I'm, it's going to be a story on everybody's sports show. We know that, right? Um, but yeah, man, I'm just saying, just let shit play out. As you can see, now don't get me wrong, that roster has to be changed. Oh, that roster has to be changed for show. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't think we're going to come anywhere close to a repeat with that same roster, even if Bradley is back. Nah, man. We got to go get out there some shooters. And I was asked, well, you know, who would you go out there and get? And who would you give up for them? Honestly, I wouldn't know who to go get right now. I know I, 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 know I like uh, Kevin Ollie. I'm not Kevin Ollie, old school. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Damn, I can't think of his name. But he plays for Phoenix. Um, I'm not sure who I would want. You know what I mean? And then who would I would who would I want to give up? I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Kuz had a. I think this was it. I think he had enough to show, like, what he could do. We gave him plenty of times, right? And it's not it's not a knock on him, but I think before his value go down anymore, he got to go. We got to be able to use him. You know, I wouldn't want to see Caruso go at all. I think because of where he started, he earned to be a Laker in general, just period. He earns to be a Laker for at least a couple of another year, a couple of few years from now. Like he deserves to be a Laker. Uh, KCP, that's hard for me to, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to see KCP because I really like him as a player. You know what I'm saying? He frustrates us a lot, but when he's on, he's on. J.R. Smith can go. Deion Waiters, I, I'll keep Deion Waiters. You know what I mean? Um, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have to work on that. We're gonna have to work on that if we even think about coming close to a, a two P. But don't let that happen. Please don't let that happen. I'm telling y'all right now, y'all allow, y'all allow a two P. Let me just run this by y'all, man. Caruso, he only scored in double digits the whole entire playoffs five times. It's only been five times he's been in double digits in the playoffs in general. Um, and he had no double-digit scoring in the finals at all. But he didn't need to. The man had 12 blocks 
through the whole postseason. As a point guard, 12 blocks? Are you fucking kidding me? And this is why we fuck with him. This is why we fuck with Caruso. He got to stay. To me, he got to stay. You know what I mean? Um, definitely Kuz, though. Um, I think it's time to go. I think it's time to go. Um, Rondo, it's, it'll always be hard to give up on Rondo because we know that's a true leader. You know, Rondo was out there actually pointing out screens, calling out screens, yelling, calling out the plays, telling niggas where to go. A true floor general. And and the knock was he was too old, but, I mean, he came in and did his thing. He really did. And it's like, just let this shit play out. It was too much criticism. I'm not going to lie to you. When it's too much hatred, or even from, you know, like Jarvin Manny, those are Laker fans. When it's too much... I don't like this and I don't like that. I, I get out of it. I back out of it. It's just too much. It's like, bro, like, we're not going to, first of all, we're not even qualified to be whining about the shit that they be doing. As a fan, we have the rights. But if we're not going to go out there and know the budget and know how to go get those players ourselves and put the shit together like it's going to work, some shit I'm just not going to continue to complain over. Just let that shit be. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no hot take. And first of all, most of the hot takes that was done this year, throw that shit away. Y'all niggas need to chill on the hot takes because some of them is just sounding stupid now. Anything. Anyways, look, man, um, just let this shit play out. It wasn't none of the, the hot takes. I didn't have nothing special to say. I just said I like Frank Vogel as a coach. I didn't say he was a championship coach. I said he took the Pacers, he took the Pacers far and he gave them Miami niggas some problems. It's nothing special, like he ain't not a defensive special guru or anything like that. It was just simply he's a solid coach. Who else are you going to get at the time? It's not a bad hiring. Besides, I thought Brown was the player coach anyway. So it really don't matter what coach you put over there as long as Brown is calling the plays. Honestly, bro, I didn't. I really don't think Brown was in any type of like dictatorship with this season. I really didn't. I really feel like he went to Vogel and listened. Now, because Bron is so smart and his IQ was up there, I'm pretty sure he had his moments where he did have to he he had to paint Manning the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But I think Vogel was out there, shout out to his adjustments. Since we want to bring up that word a lot, you know what I'm saying? I I didn't see a lot of adjustments. And this is another thing. Everybody can adjust to greatness. And what I mean by that, no disrespect, but what I'm saying is, like, some shit is just out of your reach. You know what I mean? I didn't see, I didn't see, I didn't see much of Miami adjusting to anything that we did. I see them, I, I seen them take advantage of a bigger lineup that we had. I seen them take advantage of that because we were rotating slow on defense. But we all know that when it comes to them, when it comes to Lakers really playing, there's really no, it's no competition as far as what between them at that moment. There was no competition. And you've seen that in game six. Because game five, everybody was he he and ha ha and saying, yo, yeah, Jimmy said y'all in trouble. And I'm like, ah, we're, we're actually losing the game more than that, more than they're winning the game. To be honest with you, there was no hot takes this season, bro. There was nothing that said nobody pointed out anything special. 
And it was, it was, it was you niggas actually pointing out more wrong things than anything. Because if we go back, and I'm talking to mainly sports uh, podcasters. Like, if I go through y'all whole, if I go through y'all shows, I would say starting back a year ago. And I can hear all those hot takes and all those criticisms. Not much criticism now, though. Nobody hit me. Nobody tagged me on Twitter. There was no jokes being flung around in the thread. None of that shit. It was quiet. I was asking for niggas. I was tweeting. Nothing. But as soon as the Laker laws go down, niggas report the shoe size. They report all kind of information. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not about to be on my Charlotte Manning, but like keep keep that same energy. I'm just like, at, at some point, bro, it's getting old. I understand if you don't like the Lakers, that's cool. But like, be logical about it, though. Just, I know as a Raiders fan, bro, I don't like Kansas City. But my dumb ass is not going to sit up here and say, hot take, they're not going to win. because No, nigga, that's the best team in the league. Now, we just beat them, though. You know what I'm saying? But in general, that's one of the best teams in the league. I'm not listening to y'all hot takes no more. I'm barely about, to, I'm, I'm like barely going to even debate with you niggas anymore. Because at this point, it's just emotional hot takes that just sound stupid. Real talk. Just sounds stupid. Shout out to Reem, though. He be having some, he be having some different type of hot takes. <laughs> that nigga be reaching way out there. I need, now, nah, never mind. But he be reaching. You know, Reem, Reem got those, he got those, you know, Portland gonna beat us in the first round, or, he might switch it up and say they had the best chance or whatever. But again, you know, he has some great hot takes on every series that we played. I'm not sure if any one of them came to fruition, but I will say that he had, he definitely has some great outtakes. I mean, hot takes. I mean, um, let the shit play out. Again, especially if it's rigged, you really got to let it play out if it's rigged. You know what I mean? So... I'm not sure what to say. So are they rigging it? Or how long does this rig shit last on us? This stench? Is it going to go back to Golden State? Or what? You know, are they going to stay? Are they going to go over there with Miami? Then now it's their turn? Or how does this go? I just need to know. <sighs> yeah. I ain't, you know. I called Goldie. Shout out to Goldie. Houston Rockets fan. I didn't really call Big Roy because it's like I nobody answered the phone. It, it kind of concerned me, especially when it came to the Rocket fans, because I know I can always call them. You know what I mean? Never really. I don't know no Clipper fans or no Denver Nugget fans. Uh, and only the the only Portland fans I know. Um, I know a couple of Portland fans. They cool though. You know, Portland fans is cool. Um, Nobody answered their phone. The hardest championship won, you know, Monday night. What no, was that Monday night or Tuesday night? I'm high as a kite. Sunday night, I'm tripping. Sunday night, I'm tripping. Anyhow, look. Um I'll be on Jarb's uh show soon. <clears throat> and I'll, you know, 
at that point, I'll explain, you know, who we should give up and who we should go after. Uh, but again, man, I want to give a shout out to the Lakers, man, because they they actually went, you know, shout out to AD for actually showing up. You know what I'm saying? Now, he, it was a couple of times he went down and we held our breath. Actually, every time this nigga hit the floor, we held our breath. Uh, but he he um, he got through it, though. He fought through it. Um, shout out to Bron, you know, fourth ring, four finals MP, MVP. So it's like, yo, shout out to him. Shout out to him. That's what for sure, man. That's what for sure. Um, shout out to everybody. A lot of shit going to have to change. We're going to have to step it up with our roster. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm a happy Lakers fan. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be more petty than I was. But shit, I'm high as a kite, man, and I'm in a good mood. So uh, shout out to the teams we played. Denver Nuggets, Portland, shout out to Houston, shout out to the Brody. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the teams in the bubble. I don't think... Uh, now I ain't going to say I don't think... Well, yeah, I'm going to speak it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like we should be playing in our arenas. Uh, come next season, whenever that's supposed to start back up, you know, um, rings, the ceremony should be dope. Um, uh, as of right now, man, I don't think we getting a parade, but shit, if, uh, Sunday night was a, was a parade itself, you know what I'm saying? Down there. And, and you know, from this day forward, I think, you know, Figueroa is just going to be popping in general because we just brought a title to the city. So it's going to be all kind of shit going on down there. Um, but we probably won't get an official. Uh, parade, but that's cool. That's cool. As long as we, as long as we got that 17th, we tied it up. You know, we straight, man. We straight. We, we're going to be straight for a while. And we know that that front office, this is one thing that I know about my Lakers is that, of course, I was kind of surprised, you know, that we went down for six years. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, I seen what they tried to pull off within that six years. And I knew why that six years lasted so long. You know what I'm saying? Because we was trying to put a certain, uh, you know, group of people together to win another championship, but it just didn't happen that way. It just didn't happen that way. Um, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the Lakers, man. That was a good job. Uh, we fought against the odds. We do have two of the top, you know, five, six players in the world. Um, and I hope we plan on, you know, keeping it like that. So shout out to my Lakers. This has been open run. Uh, open run with BTJ. See y'all next week, man. Hey, Delvin. Hey, man, shout out to Miami. <laughs>